So this evening, as um, part of the series on the Brahma Viharas and Metta in particular, we're going to undertake uh, meditation on forgiveness. So it's important to announce this destination up front because sometimes people don't want to go on this destination. So you know how you get on a plane these days and they say, you've boarded a flight to San Francisco. If San Francisco is not your destination, this is the time to get off. (laughs) So if you don't want to go into forgiveness, this is the time to get off. Welcome to exit. So um, this is not a formal Rama Vihara as the Buddha taught it, although it's embedded within the Buddhist tradition, within the monastic community, there are forgiveness ceremonies that happen at the end of periods of um, being together as a community. So it's, n- it's not foreign, but this meditation is a, a modern adaptation. Uh, so you won't find these instructions in, in the Pali Canon exactly, but the spirit of it is there. So in the meditation tonight, we'll be sort of bringing to mind or inviting recollection of uh, three areas. Ways that we may have hurt others, ways that others may have hurt us, and ways that we may have hurt ourselves. And the meditation will take up uh, each of these. The purpose of undertaking a practice like this is for our own benefit. It's not about, you know, being good people uh, in particular. It's really about removing a load on the heart that we may have been carrying for a long time. So, you know, life is kind of a rough and tumble business. And in the course of living, People, including ourselves, don't always follow the precepts closely, and we hurt one another. So generally, growing up without the understanding of how to deal with those effects of being hurt and hurting others, things tend to accumulate. Old hurts build up, old uh, patterns of remorse build up, and this meditation particularly is designed to allow those things to come to the surface and by being understood and looked on with some acceptance and compassion to be released. So really the the point of this meditation is to unburden the heart of old loads that it may have accumulated and been carrying. I like the way Lily Tomlin put it. She said, forgiveness means giving up all hope for a better past. So if you thought by meditating you might make your past better, that's not going to happen. But we can change our relationship to it. So that's what we do. We bring it in at this point for two reasons. One is that in any long retreat, a lot of memories surface. I think I mentioned in my uh, first long retreat, I had a lot of thoughts. I had to make a list, the 10 worst things I've ever done. And I had to write them down just to kind of get them out of my mind because I was, um, I was really beset with the memories. So partly things come up in ways that we haven't been skillful. Um, memories may come up of ways that others haven't been skillful for us. So we want to be able to work with these. And by bringing greater acceptance and understanding, they can be released to a really large extent. And the other reason to bring it in now is that um, I think it was 
a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, metta for friend was introduced in these evening meditations. And as you do metta for friend, often you review that relationship. And with friendships, there are some things that have gone well and some things that have been difficult. So often it's the meditation on friend that brings up some of these old memories, both of hurting and of being hurt. So then this this meditation becomes useful. So we're going to look at, uh, invite the looking at ways that we may have hurt others. And remember that we talked about the difference between what, what I call guilt on the one hand and remorse on the other. Remorse is considered a wholesome quality in the Buddha's teachings. So we recognize that we've done something that wasn't skillful and we feel regret, we feel badly about it. And by acknowledging that, that's considered a positive development in the Buddha's teachings. Oh, I did something that wasn't skillful, that wasn't correct. I acknowledge that. That's a positive. And we will feel badly about it. So there's a wholesome quality in remorse, but that can tip over into the quality that I call guilt, which is we really judge ourselves harshly for having done that thing. And we beat ourselves up and we give self-recrimination and we think what a bad person we are and so on. In the Buddha's teachings, that extra level of self-judgment isn't necessary. And it isn't helpful. It's just coming out of aversion. It creates pain and it's not useful. So we want to see the difference between feeling remorse, which is natural and wholesome, but try not to layer on top of it a lot of this quality of guilt and self-judgment. One of the ways that we can um, work with these memories that bring remorse is to reflect on how how we came to act in those ways. And when you think about it, when you were younger, you probably didn't have the same understanding that you have now about how actions impact. And you probably didn't have the same mindfulness around uh, emotions and the precepts. So I look back on the actions early in my life, especially sort of late teens, early 20s, before I'd heard the precepts, when um, a lot of emotional stuff was going on for me. And I reflect, I was really a different person then. And by reflecting in that way, you see you're not the same person now as you were when you committed these earlier kinds of actions. And so you can think, if you like, oh, that was a different person. So why should I feel guilty? Of course, that's not quite true because the karma continues to influence us. So it's not quite true, but it was a very different version of you. So I look back on my actions and I see at those times leading up to those acts, there was fear or there was confusion or there was unhappiness. And looking in that way, I can kind of see the causes and conditions that led me to act that way. And when I understand that, I can feel a lot of compassion for that younger person. So that can be a helpful reflection. Not quite the same person as now. Now, in in looking at ways that we've been hurt, as these come to mind, 
and the mind is, you know, sort of inclining to forgiveness, you may find there's a big resistance and you go, I don't want to forgive that hurt. You know, it hurt too much. It went too deep. It was too big a deal. Uh, The magnitude of the act was too great. And I'm not ready to forgive. So that is totally fine. If you come upon memories, people, situations where forgiveness is really not feeling appropriate, you don't have to go there. We'll be repeating a phrase, something like, um, if if anyone has hurt or harmed me, I offer forgiveness. But if a particular memory comes up, you don't have to say it about that person. You can switch to metta for yourself. You can bring somebody else to mind. Uh, If the feelings of hurt are really strong, you could move to Vipassana and just hold them. Or if you like, you could acknowledge, I'm really not ready to forgive this person, but someday I'd like to be able to. So you might say, um, know that it's my intention someday to forgive. That would be fine. That would be still significant. So when we, when we come upon ways that we've been hurt, especially, know that it doesn't uh, get uh, resolved quickly. It can take some time, really, of living with these memories and touching them little by little. Um, I think Jill talked about how to touch a difficult emotion and then back away to something neutral or positive. We can do that with these old memories. We don't have to be with it on and on and on and on at one time, touch it a little bit, go away, feel safe, touch it again, go away, and so forth. So this is a process that takes some time. You don't need to rush it. But until we, um, until we start to relate to some of these old memories, we're tied to the past to a certain degree. Some of our um, physical and mental and heart energy has been held captive to past memories. And we're not able really to come fully and freely into the present moment. So again, a lot of this is about how can we release those burdens so that we can come freshly into the present moment with a state of some innocence. Just like, you know, we were a child, kind of that fresh openness that the children have. Okay, um, forgiveness extended to someone else who has hurt you. It also doesn't mean that we excuse their behavior or we condone their behavior. We don't say, oh, that was all okay that you did that to me. Because it may have been really wrong and really inappropriate. So we don't surrender our discernment about whether that was an appropriate action or not we might see really clearly that was really an awful thing that someone did. But what we give up is the tie to it as something from the past, and we can release that. So if that becomes able to be released, you know, that's helpful, that feels good. But it also doesn't mean that when you release that, some degree of that hurt, it doesn't mean that you have to like the person or want to be in relationship with the person or have them be a friend again. 
Sometimes going through these really difficult situations with other people, you realize that person's not safe for me. That person is really not trustworthy. They broke the trust in our relationship. And so then you can say, okay, I want to release this old hurt, but I don't really want to be back in a close relationship with you. And that, that's fine. If it, if it gets healed to the point that you can wish them well, that you can have metta for them, that's as far as you need to go. That's great. That's a, that could be a shift. Okay. So, I think someone has mentioned this line from the Dhammapada. When we may have been hurt and may have held a resentment, um, the value of making that uh, letting go. As the Dhammapada says, hatred never ceases through hatred. Hatred only ceases through love. This is an ancient and eternal law. I think Devon mentioned this. So, in a way, what we're doing is... um, letting go of old grudges. And as the Dalai Lama said, I do get angry, but in my heart, I can't hold a grudge. And that's sort of what we want to be able to find. A heart that's so open and wide that anger doesn't really stick in it. And if we can find that, then a lot of opportunity for peace and deepening. Okay. So um, we can move into the meditation. We're going to do it in uh, three parts. The first is going to be asking for forgiveness from anyone we may have hurt or harmed. And the phrase will say, if I have hurt or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness. So this knowingly and un- or unknowingly part, you don't have to say it out loud but you sort of realize that it's part of the deal. You may have hurt someone and not known. So whichever way it worked, you kind of realize that that's, that that's part of it. Now, in, in distinction to the metaphrases, which we send to specific people, in the forgiveness practice, we just leave it open. If I've hurt or harmed anyone, we're not directing it to specific individuals. We're saying the phrase, dropping it into a centered place, and just seeing what comes. Memories may come, they may not come. It's okay. You just continue to say the phrase and hold an open space to see if anyone is going to visit, to see if any memories or incidents come up. If they do come up, then you can let them be there for a while. And then you might want to direct it to the individual who's come. But it's up to you. You don't have to. Second part of the um, meditation will be extending our forgiveness to others who've hurt us. And this is where you can just see how it feels. The phrase is going to be something like, if anyone has hurt or harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. You can just try saying the phrase, not directed to anyone. If memories, images come up, you can see if that phrase fits that person. And there may be people you say, I'm not ready to offer that phrase. So you can try. Know that my intention is someday to forgive you. And if that doesn't fit, you can just let that person go. Continue to say the phrase. See if someone else comes. 
If strong feelings come up, you can move to metta for yourself or vipassana. It's a way to hold that. And then the third part is to forgive ourselves for the ways that we've hurt or harmed others. So the phrase is something like, um, for the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself or others, I forgive myself. So this is a third part that can help the self-blame and self-judgment be eased. We can extend the forgiveness to ourselves too. We can let go of the blame, the guilt, the self-judgment around ways that we've acted because we can bring a heart of compassion to that. That younger person who didn't understand quite what they were doing Okay, so I think that's enough um, foundation. We can move into the, into the meditation. So please begin by sitting comfortably. Yeah, the question is, uh, is it okay to extend forgiveness or allow into forgiveness people who have passed on? Yes. That's fine. Anyone who comes um, that you've had a connection with, it's fine to bring in. Yeah, thank you. So, please sit comfortably. Let your mind settle, let your attention settle into the body and feel yourself in sitting. Bring your attention into the heart center, the area of the center of the chest, a place where a lot of emotions are typically felt. And as you connect with the heart center, let this be your avenue to connecting with yourself. So beginning with a sense of your own being, your character, and your good qualities. Just think of your good qualities in this retreat, your dedication, your skillful effort, your returning again and again with mindfulness and metta. Grounded with an appreciation of your own goodness, then you can begin to say the first phrase in the forgiveness practice. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for your forgiveness. So you can sit with attention in the body, perhaps centered in the heart center or the belly. 
Continue to repeat this phrase. And simply stay open to whatever appears in terms of memories, images, reflections. Not forcing anything. Just saying the phrase and seeing what comes. If I have hurt or harmed anyone, I ask for your forgiveness.
If specific memories come of unskillful actions on your part, you can stay with that person for a while. Make the phrase personal to them if you like. And also reflect on your state of mind and heart at that time. What were you feeling that led you to act like that? Bringing in compassion for that younger person. And now letting go of the reflection on asking for forgiveness and moving into the second phase of the meditation. And this will be extending forgiveness. So in this section, the phrase is something like, for ways that others have hurt or harmed me, I offer my forgiveness. Or, if anyone has harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. So just beginning to repeat the phrase, not necessarily directing it to anyone, and see what comes. If anyone has hurt or harmed me, I forgive you.
If a memory comes and it just doesn't feel right to extend forgiveness, see if it might feel right to say, know that it's my intention someday to forgive you. And if even that intention doesn't feel right, that's fine. No pressure at all on this. Let them move out and let someone else come into your mind, into your images. Or you can turn to metta for yourself for a bit. anyone has hurt or harmed me, I forgive you.
from time to time, come back into the body. Feel the heart center, the belly. Feel whatever emotions may be present. Just allow any feelings, hurt or fear or resentment, to be there, to be felt, and continue to repeat the forgiveness phrase. And if the strong emotions feel like they really block the intention of forgiveness, could open to the emotions with Vipassana, just feeling them, acknowledging. You could turn to metta for yourself or a benefactor or friend or self-compassion. Bringing the mind back into balance using other skillful means. And then letting go of that reflection, letting go of any images or memories that have come with it. Just reconnecting again with yourself as you're sitting, connecting through your heart center, your sense of yourself. your good qualities, your commitment, effort.
And with that sense of your own goodness, then starting on the third phase of the forgiveness meditation, the phrase something like, for the ways I have hurt or harmed others or myself, I forgive myself. If I have hurt or harmed myself or others, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive myself. Saying this phrase of self-forgiveness and seeing what memories come. Seeing if any images come. If I have hurt or harmed others or myself, I forgive myself. And if memories like this come, just looking for a moment, what was going on for me when I did that? How was I feeling? What did those acts come out of? Remembering that our younger self may not have understood so well. Or even more recently, we may have fallen into some kind of confusion, obscuration.
And now letting go of that reflection on self-forgiveness. Just coming back into the present moment and feeling yourself in sitting, feeling the body, connecting with the heart center, just allowing whatever emotions are present to be there, to be felt with acceptance. And just concluding with a little bit of loving kindness for yourself. Connecting with your good qualities. With all you've put forth on this retreat. All the work you've put in to develop mindfulness and understanding and love and compassion. These beautiful qualities that are so needed in the world. And reflecting on what you've given to bring them about. So with a lot of appreciation for yourself, your dedication to this process, to this practice, Because happiness follows goodness in some mysterious way. Directing the metaphrases to yourself. May I be safe and protected from harm. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. And then thinking of all of us in the meditation hall, all of us drawn together by this same interest, the same deep wish for welfare and happiness. So sending the good wishes of loving kindness to everyone in the hall. May we all be safe and protected from harm. May we all be happy. May we be healthy. May we live with ease. And recognizing that wish for all beings everywhere, sending our metta outward in an unlimited way. May all beings everywhere be safe from harm. May they be happy. May they be healthy. May all beings live with ease. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash
donate.